I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio today is the Executive Director and CEO of Winterthur Museum Garden and Library, Carol Cadu. Welcome, Carol. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. So glad to have you join us. Um, I'm a bit late in getting you in here. You've been with Winterthur since May, I believe, of 2018. Is that correct? That's correct. Just about 18 months. Well, for our listeners, let's hear a little bit about you, your background, and what brought you to Winterthur. Well, what initially brought me to Winterthur back in the mid-90s was the Winterthur program in early American material culture, where I did my master's degree through Winterthur and the partnership they have with the University of Delaware. At the time, I was focusing on American federal period interiors, so the interiors, architecture, decorative arts, fine arts of those houses and uh, uh, patrons from about oh, around uh, 1785 up to about uh, 1810. And that led me to work at Historic Charleston Foundation in Charleston, South Carolina, as well as um, Annapolis, Maryland. And then for 19 years prior to returning to Delaware, I was at George Washington's home, Mount Vernon. Hmm. Now, uh, just by the the estate's name, Winterthur Museum, Garden, and Library, it is much more than just a historic home of Henry Francis DuPont. Uh, talk a little bit about Winterthur as an institution and, and that range of expertise that it represents. It's really quite remarkable how broad Winterthur is when you think about the fact that it is even more than just a museum, garden, and library. Certainly those are very key components of Winterthur because of Mr. DuPont's interest in collecting early American architecture, decorative arts, fine arts, and uh, constructing a museum within the context of his wonderful horticultural masterpiece of uh, one of the country's finest natural landscapes. At the time that Mr. DuPont created Winterthur as a museum in 1951, he wanted to make certain that he was also contributing not just objects that would tell stories and a landscape that people would enjoy in perpetuity, but he would also contribute to the field of scholarship and continue to make Winterthur relevant in terms of um, uh, the community, in terms of national and international discourse. And so uh, a couple of years later, he partnered with the University of Delaware to establish a graduate program, the Winterthur program that I graduated from. And then a few years later, shortly after his death in 1969, in 1974, Winter Tour created a new partnership with the University of Delaware, another master's degree program for the um, master's in art conservation. And so uh, Mr. DuPont anticipated that this would be the route that Winter Tour would go and being able to contribute to the field, being able to contribute to scholarship. And so in honor of his sister, Louise DuPont Crowninshield, he built a research building actually on the very footing of his rose garden. Hmm. So I think it shows you how much he wanted Winterthur to also be a research institution. He was willing to uh, give up that garden. And today that's where our library is housed that um, has one of the nation's best uh, collections of design sources, uh, horticulture uh, materials, and then our uh, conservation labs where we have an awful lot of cutting-edge research, uh, particularly Winterthur is known, for instance, for pioneering um, paint analysis and mm -hmm. how we can understand from paints and pigments whether they're 
on a canvas in a painting or whether they're on architectural woodwork, exactly what those uh, colors looked like, um, the hues and the uh, colors that um, those who came before us enjoyed. Interestingly, now Wintertour's research is extending out into the landscape and through partnerships that we have, for instance, with um, the Brandywine Zoo, we are able to have a kestrel program where we are able to uh, look at these nests and uh, make certain that that, uh, they are throughout the Wintertour property. And then in terms of our streams, the Wintertour watershed is um, truly remarkable, and we are increasingly focusing attention there Um, We are partnering with the Delaware Estuary, for instance, um, to have a freshwater mussel program uh, with them that contributes to uh, clean drinking water. So um, the the paths that you have for exploring winter tour and the hiking trails and uh, the outdoors, I think, is a a real area of interest and research now uh, that complements the original focus on research that was much more driven to art conservation and the collections. Now, how large is the Winter Tour property? The Winter Tour property itself is about a thousand acres. Okay. Now, within that, we have about seventy to eighty acres that are our museum and garden core. Mm-hmm. But uh, visitors to Winter Tour can explore uh, much more than that core, and they do. We have people that purchase winter tour memberships just so that they can walk on the property. Mm-hmm. And they do so at any time of year, even when we're closed to the public in uh, January and February. You'll see them out there walking in the in the cold and uh, bird watching and all mm-hmm. sorts of other things. Mm-hmm. Now, in addition to the research that Winter Tour does and the academic programs that you offer in conjunction with the University of Delaware, uh, is it safe to assume that researchers are coming to Winter Tour from around the country, from around the world, to, to look at the resources that you have? You are absolutely correct. And the Winter Tour Library is home to thousands of um, not only volumes, uh, manuscripts, but also uh, microfilm and documents that are not available even in the UK. And what we see is that we have not only... Uh, research fellows that come for specific appointments at Winter Tour, um, but they uh, come uh, from the UK because this is a concentration of research material. What's interesting is that we are also partnering with other institutions where we exchange research and knowledge internationally. We have a uh, wonderful relationship with Tsinghua University in China, as well as the Palace Museum in China. And through our partnerships there, we send winter tour uh, conservators, winter tour professors to China to uh, help them learn how to care for their cultural resources, particularly at the Palace Museum. Mm -hmm. And then uh, those from Tsinghua University also come and utilize the resources that are at Winter Tour and Mm -hmm. study. So it really is a global global, uh, research process. Mm -hmm. Now, diverging from the the topic of of research, uh, for the the general consumer, the general audience member, uh, how... 
how do you reach out to individuals to come to Winterthur to take advantage of the the great resources that you have there as as uh, a repository of decorative arts, as mm-hmm. uh, historical architecture? Uh, you mentioned the landscape and, and taking advantage of the properties there. Um, what do you do? What's your vision in keeping Winterthur relevant for our uh, future populations who are so consuming so much of culture in a different way than they have in the past? You know, you've interestingly mentioned a couple things, both relevance and also consuming culture in different ways. And this is where Winter Tour needs to understand our audiences better. We need to understand those Delawareans that have an interest in an experience that is either um, in nature or in um, uh, in American history or in cultural history, and to be able to welcome a range of visitors and broad audiences in ways that speak to them. For instance, one of the things that we know of um, some of younger generations is that they're very interested in the experience. And so how do we create an experience that will speak to people that will engage them and give them something that they can take away that might not be a standard museum tour, that might not be a formal walk with a garden curator throughout the lands? And we see that we need to cater to our visitors in a way that connects with them. And so for that reason, um, for instance, we are... Uh, increasing our digital presence, our social media presence, and we are looking to them for the ideas to inform what we do. For instance, we are currently celebrating the 40th anniversary of Yuletide or the holiday tours at Winter Tour. Uh, Last year, we decided that in planning for this year, we wanted to know what our visitors thought. And so we had them conduct a survey. Well, we conducted a survey for them, pardon Mm -hmm. me, and asked them, what are your favorite rooms from the last 40 years? Uh, You make the pilgrimage to Winter Tour uh, every year. This is sort of an annual tradition. Um, This is uh, something that you return every year to do. What are your highlights? What do you want to see? And those are ways in which we hope we're increasing our relevance to our visitors by um, giving them what uh, what they're interested in seeing. Similarly, we understand, for instance, that uh, many people learn history through different types of media. For instance, uh, popular television series like The Crown or Downton Abbey or um, the hit show Hamilton – Hamilton has re-energized the interest in Alexander Hamilton, certainly all the characters that are in Hamilton, whether it's George Washington or Charles Lee. um, These are now on everybody's uh, tongue as ways that they are connecting with the past. How do we bring that to Winter Tour? Well, we are uh, currently um, wrapping up an exhibition on the crown and costumes from the crown Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, that we brought uh, from uh, the UK here. We're also looking at different ways uh, that we're reaching um, interests over the course of the next few years. Uh, Next year, for instance, we're focusing on the 100th anniversary of the the, the vote, of women receiving the vote Mm -hmm. and the end of the suffrage movement and the anniversary of the 19th Amendment. And so we are focusing 
uh, an awful lot on what women particularly are interested in and interested in sharing with their families and what younger audiences are interested in, which is a time in America where women couldn't vote. How did this evolve? Um, And what are the other stories that we can tell uh, with objects in the Winter Tour collection? How do we also understand the women in the DuPont family? Uh, Many institutions like Winter Tour focus on the founding gentleman, Mm -hmm. in our Mm -hmm. case, Henry Francis DuPont. And so in addition to uh, telling the story of the creation of Winter Tour next year, we're also going to have a special exhibit focusing on Ruth Wales DuPont, Mr. DuPont's wife. If you look into the archives, you see that she had a very, very strong presence there. Yet I think it's something that none of us knew about, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or at least we it hasn't been brought to our attention. Um, Similarly, we're trying to focus on um, the current interest in needlework by not only um, a traditional segment and sometimes uh, those people who have a little more leisure time, but there's also a very interesting younger segment that is uh, going towards needlework. And we are uh, hosting an exhibition on the work of Erica Wilson, who was a 20th century uh, celebrity needlewoman. She had her own television program. (laughs) She had cruises where she did needlework and taught needlework. Um, She was an incredible entrepreneur and supported her family in this way and her husband's artwork. (laughs) Uh, So it's it's a way that we can talk about... um, not only the history of material culture in this country and the way needlework has evolved as something that society engages in, but also this fantastic entrepreneur that went out and broke the mold um, at a time when uh, it wasn't so popular for women mm-hmm. to work outside mm-hmm. the home. So we're trying to cater to some of the stories that our, our audiences are, are interested in. Well, I'd like to shift now to your younger audiences, but let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 and 1410 WDOV. I should have said 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is Carol Cadu, the Executive Director and CEO of Winter Tour Museum, Garden, and Library. Carol, we've been talking a lot about the the, uh, amazing resources of Winter Tour. Let's turn to our future audiences, our current but future audience as well, young people. Uh, Winter Tour has some very robust programs for young people and some very interesting outreach programs. I know you work with the Salvation Army, for example. Um, Talk about that, how you use Winter Tour as a resource for, for young people, for schools, for developing those future audiences. I'd love to talk about that because our future as a museum, a garden, a library, a cultural resource depends upon future generations. And we see that what we need to do is to make certain that children of today know that museums are a place that you can go to explore, to have fun. Um, It's a safe space. It's a place that we hope they will have a wonderful experience and be able to come back and bring their children. But it starts by letting them know that a museum is their home um, just as much as any other place that they might go. And so we try to create wonderful experiences, whether it's um, Enchanted Summer Day in the uh, Enchanted Woods at Winter Tour or 
we pull out all the stops for truck and tractor day and bring out all the farm equipment and we partner with local organizations so that they bring their equipment and children get to crawl on them. This is not something that you might think a traditional museum does. And that's that's right. But what we want to do is engage those younger audiences and then hopefully their parents will bring them back again uh, for another program and they'll continue to see that uh, the museum is a place uh, that they want to go uh, throughout their lives. We also want to be able to reach out to those students who aren't able to come to Winter Tour, um, either on their own or with their classrooms. We have a lot of school programs, and we receive funding every year to bring um, for transportation grants to bring students to Winter Tour that aren't able to come um, either because of admission costs or the transportation costs. But there are some children that we just can't reach that way, and we need to go to them. And so we have been having a uh, school outreach program, for instance, with the Salvation Army in Wilmington, where we take some of that learning to them. And it's been a terrific program. I think it has definitely made an impact. And truthfully, I was um, uh, just in a uh, physician's office and uh, uh, met someone whose child, uh, she said, looks forward to that that program every year. So it definitely makes you feel as if you're making an impact and, and reaching children. I think that there are also ways that we can continue to reach children. We're, for instance, um, trying to partner with other organizations to expand our Kids Grow program. We currently allow uh, children to come in and we work with them every Saturday morning during the summer to grow their own vegetable garden and teach them about um, healthy eating, but also how they can plant, how they can nurture these plants, and how they can um, create something that is uh, that is not only healthy but fun and uh, assists their family. And we're looking to other nonprofit organizations, for instance, so that we can we can continue that and we can reach more more children and uh, maybe they bring them from other parts of Wilmington that aren't currently able to take advantage of that program. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you're sharing, I think, is is really reflective of the range of knowledge and information that can be gathered by going through Winter Tour. As a, as a former history teacher, I remember taking students to, to Winter Tour, and just a tour through the house shows much more than just the decorative arts. Could you speak to how Winter Tour as a resource for students uh, can serve to inform them about economy, mm-hmm. uh, international trade, yes. uh, not only the lives of, of the affluent, but also right. the lives of, of the common people. I think that there's a misconception that Winter Tour is only the uh, story of the elites mm-hmm. or the DuPonts. In fact, uh, Mr. DuPont recognized that, and shortly before his death, he said, the greatest thing about Winter Tour is that it tells the story of the American people. And it tells that story in a way that allows you, as you're going through the rooms, you're connecting not only with um, the interiors of some of those who are very um, affluent in American history, but you're also seeing the craftsmen. You're seeing the apprentices and the lives that they had coming over, working as journeymen, working up from their um, their their woodworking careers, working up in a metal smithing 
um, establishment or foundry, how they apprentice to a silversmith, for instance, and eventually rise. In terms of um, being able to tell stories, I think we at Winterthur have a great obligation to um, all Delawareans and uh, those beyond to be able to share some of those stories and help them realize that um, the the range of uh, possibilities when we unlock uh, the stories of, for instance, a cabinet that was recently on view in our um, in our galleries. It was a cabinet that came into the collection um, from a from a ship. It was a ship captain's cabinet. Uh, beautifully organizing um, a variety of correspondence, et cetera. Then we realized that that cabinet uh, on the ship uh, was uh, not only tied to the use of a captain, but that that ship actually held slaves. Mm. And how do we tell um, that story? We were able to mount an exhibition called The Truce of the Trade, in which we were able to use that object as a jumping off point for talking about, to your point, um, the economic, what was that triangle of trade that you saw between the Caribbean and their sugar uh, plantations, their production of molasses, their production of rum uh, coming to uh, coming to America? Uh, how does it interact with that triangle trade going to Europe? Um, it created a wonderful opportunity for us to teach students, to teach parents, to teach anyone about the complexity of um, the the commerce, the complexity of those who were um, uh, not only enslaved, but those who were uh, working alongside them as uh, indentured servants and uh, coming to this country, not in bondage, but for uh, a new life. And in the 30 seconds or so we have left, uh, any final parting words about Winter Tour Museum, Garden, and Library? Well, I would just say that we are growing and uh, expanding our offerings. And if you've been once, uh, please come back. I'm sure there will be something next time. And give us your input. Tell us how we can serve your needs. Carol Cadu, the Executive Director and CEO of Winterthur Museum, Garden, and Library. Thank you so much for joining us today to share your vision and the work that is being done at Winterthur on behalf of all Delawareans and the region. Thank you. It was an honor.